Have you ever been asked what would you do if you were young again? I cringe at the thought of even trying to answer a question like this because hindsight is always 2020. Is it not easier to look back and think that you could have made different decisions? Can change of the past really transform the present or the future? We don't really know. Why? Because we are not in charge. We serve a God that decides our path. Yes, we make our own choices, but God is there every step of the way. Looking back, could you have hurdled over a particular heartbreak that wounded you? Possibly. But could you have ran into another heartbreak by someone totally different instead? Maybe. Because we are steadily learning from our mistakes, our losses, our slip-ups, and our errors. The Bible says that, for when I am weak, then I am strong. This scripture alone sounds like a riddle, right? Without knowing the context of it, it sounds incomprehensible. But if we truly understood what Paul was going through at the time and understand his pain, we could easily comprehend that our fragilities are dumbfounded by God's ability to strengthen us. Therefore, we are made to be more fortified. We can stand the test of time when we are strengthened by God and he gets the glory for all of it. But let me get back on track a little. Hindsight. Its definition is realization of the significance and nature of events after they have occurred. So when one says that hindsight is 2020, it means that it looks much clearer to understand why something went wrong. We need this retrospect in life. It teaches us to do better, hopefully. One of my favorite sayings when a child loses a game or fails a test is, you'll get them next time. Because it encourages the child that they have the capacity to try harder next time and succeed. The focus is next time. Next time will be better. That's the goal. To learn from the mistakes of the loss. Did you not practice or study enough for the game or test? Were you unprepared? Did you cut corners? Whatever it is, your next time can be better. And the time after that and the time after that. The objective is to win and winning can take time. Michael Jordan said, and I quote, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game winning shot and missed. I failed over and over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed. I don't know about you, but I didn't know how many times the best player in the NBA failed to triumph. That's absolutely incredible to me. And it illuminates the fact that winners fail, but they don't quit. Quitting isn't optional. With every single sunrise, we're given new mercies. And the songwriter wasn't kidding when they said, Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. You can literally feel God's love each morning that you open your eyes if you really allow yourself to. Regardless of what you're going through, he's there whether we want him or not. He said that nothing can separate us from his love. Not death nor life 
not angels, demons, fears, worries, height, death, or powers from hell will be able to distance us from his love. His love is always there and he wants us to win. I know, I know. It could be hard to believe that when horrible things are going on in your own life in the world. I mean, we are in a whole pandemic, still. Can we be real for a minute though? People are not only losing jobs, money, and opportunities, but we are losing lives. A little over 5 million people have died so far from the outbreak of the coronavirus. Stress levels are significantly higher. In-person church attendance has plummeted by 50% in the U.S. However, the oh-so-popular Lollapalooza Festival didn't miss a beat this year, and one of the days of the event happened to be the largest crowd that the festival has ever seen. Make it make sense. No, seriously, no judgment. I need an understanding of why arenas are packed, but the churches are empty at a time that we need God the most. But that's not what this episode is really about. Back to winning. Life happens and we lose sometimes, and it's completely out of our hands. But sometimes it's actually our fault. Something happened recently that gave me a tiny revelation of how we can cause our own downfall. So I wear glasses, but I don't. Let me make this make sense to you. I should wear eyeglasses for astigmatism, but for the last 15 or more years, the eyeglasses that I have worn have caused headaches because they were too heavy for my face. As far as the style of glasses, I wanted what I wanted, but what I wanted was causing me pain. After many years, I decided to go for contacts. I never liked anything in my eyes, but I was suffering to see clearly, so hey, I was gonna give it a try. Pretty quickly, I learned that I had dry eyes and couldn't wear contacts. I went back to squinting and struggling to see clearly. Finally, after many years, many, I really thought about the issue and realized that I need lighter frames. It was definitely a Homer Simpson moment. So I got some lighter frames and literally can't live without these glasses because I'm able to see clearly without getting headaches. You catch the revelation yet? I suffered because I put my want over my need. I wanted a certain style of glasses, but I needed to see. I was so blinded by my wants that I couldn't even see any other options. And I was willing to suffer by my own choice. I chose to live below my full potential. And this is just a minor thing. We're talking about eyeglasses here. But in life, we're all making decisions to settle sometimes. We are settling for things in life that God doesn't want for us. It's hard enough that we have to bear our cross each day, right? But why do we decide to add to our load? We make it harder to win sometimes because of our bad decisions. And then to make matters worse, not being able to learn from them is the bigger problem. We love to sing, if at first you don't succeed, get yourself up and try again. But it must be the melody that we love more than the words because we aren't getting back up sometimes. Getting back up symbolizes doing better the next time. Misguided choices are killing us and we don't even see it. Or do we? Being blinded by what feels good and settling for it instead of willingly being guided by our father hurts him. It's a lack of faith. We don't trust him, and we don't admit it. 
we rather gamble and keep our winnings instead of waiting on what he has for us. Now that's losing, and not in a good way. The phrase, sometimes you have to lose to win, isn't always accepted, but the meaning is beneficial to us. You may have to lose out on a job that seems perfect for you for a job that has your name on it, and it will be better for you down the line. You may have to cry for years for the joy that awaits you. You might have to be lonely for a season that is preparing you for a beautiful relationship. You want a new car or house, but coveting thrusts you into compromising. I can go on and on and on in how we settle in life. You get my point because we've all been there. But when are we going to learn from the lesson? We are positioned to learn sometimes just to get the victory, just to get that W. Regret wallows in the unlearned patterns, while contentment delights in development. And let me leave you with this. We all need to get on the winning team and that may be uncomfortable, but it will be well worth it.